Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Thank you for listening. This is where I come to share things that God has shown me, that he really loves me, and he wants a relationship. And I wanted to share this with you because he loves you too. And he wants you to know the same things that he's taught me. I will share stories, testimonies, his miracle signs and wonders. Sometimes I will share wisdom, scripture, visions that he's given me. Maybe some music to uplift you for the day. If you're here, I pray that you are willing to take this journey with me. Everything I share comes from a place of compassion, love, and really want to encourage you. God is so faithful, and I just want you to know that he's no respecter of persons. He wants these blessings and miracles for you, too. Enjoy. Share with a friend. Let's all do this journey to victory together. Amen? All right, let's go. Are you ready for the next episode? All right, let's get into it. Hey, friends. We were discussing forgiveness. Welcome to part two. Forgiveness is a command. God calls us to forgive. Like in Colossians 3.13, it says, As the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Luke 6.37 says, Forgive and you will be forgiven. And Matthew 6.15 goes on to say, But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, Neither will your father forgive your trespasses. These three scriptures alone is an example of how God does not take forgiveness lightly. And as believers, followers of Christ, being forgiven by God, then whatever is given to us is also um, expected upon us to, to do. What you know, the, the thing that's been given, we're expected to go and do. Forgiveness is a gift. Um, I know you might think, What? How is forgiveness a gift? The offense, the thing that the person did to hurt us, is painful, but God calls us to forgive for our, our benefit. Because God is such a loving father, and he really truly wants the best for his children, he loves us so much, and asks his children to do those things that bring life. We are called to forgive so that we can experience all that this life has to offer and all its beauty. Forgiveness also sets us free. So that's the gift, being free. Because what's the opposite of forgiveness is bitterness, anger, holding on to grudges. That's all bondage. Forgiveness is also a decision. We shouldn't be trusting our feelings. Our feelings are from our soul. The things that God asks us to do, the Holy Spirit needs to do that work within us. But 
The Holy Spirit can only do the work within us if we make the decision and we invite the Holy Spirit in to do that work. So at first, we have to make the decision to forgive. Ultimately, forgiveness, you know, um, it, like I said, it has to be, I'm going to choose to forgive. And then when I do, then I go to God in prayer about it. Then I can ask the Holy Spirit to help me overcome all those painful memories, things that hurt me. Just like in James 5, 16, the prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Prayer is an essential element that we're going to need. First, the decision that we go to prayer, we ask the Holy Spirit, knowing that every sin is forgivable. So no matter what someone's done to us, we are called to forgive. That does not make that sin or that offense right. No, that's where God gets vengeance and handles that on the other end. But our end is freedom, is the gift. Jesus is ultimately our example of forgiveness. When we think about when Jesus is dying on the cross and he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And he's hanging on the cross, dying a death he didn't deserve. What he spoke is in Luke twenty-three thirty-four, And by the fact that Jesus prayed for forgiveness of those who were in the process of killing him, spat on him, mocked him, brutally whipped him, he is the example we should be following. And I think about how can I forgive this person that's hurt me so bad and what they've done. I think of that. That's what I think of. Choosing forgiveness, making a commitment to forgiveness is a lifestyle. Christianity, walking with Jesus, having the Holy Spirit work in you and through you is a lifestyle. But I'll go back to that question about cost. If we don't forgive, what happens? If God gave us a commandment and we disobey, hmm, isn't that in fact sin? Isn't that disobedience leading a life of bitterness and anger and let that fester? That's going to lead you right to death. We need to forgive the betrayal, forgive the abandonment, forgive the rejection, forgive the abuse, forgive what was stolen from us, forgive the injustice, forgive the hurt, forgive them. And then sometimes what is the hardest thing to do is forgive ourselves. It is not wise for us to store the offense by holding on to the bitterness. Bitterness destroys the vessel that it's in. I heard that recently and that is so powerful. It's been said, bitterness is a poison that we open and expect the other person to die from it. When we have the poison, but we're expecting the other. So think about that. Ponder on that for a minute. Also think about this. We leave a foothold for the enemy to torment us with racing thoughts, anxiety, and a spirit of heaviness. 
and resentment and bitterness will lead to a hardened heart. We talked about that place of a prideful heart. And a hardened heart and a prideful heart doesn't just keep people out. It keeps God out too. God resists the proud. In James 4, 6, But he gives us more and more grace through the power of the Holy Spirit to defy sin and live an obedient life that reflects both our faith and our gratitude for salvation. Therefore, it says, God is opposed to the proud and haughty, but continually gives the gift of grace to the humble who turn away from self-righteousness. Oh, that leads me into something else. When we don't forgive, we are taking it upon ourselves to be a mini-God. Because then we think we're handing out the punishment, the judgment, what that person deserves. Um, are you seeing a correlation here yet? I mean, wow, just wow. Romans twelve seventeen through 21. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. God's economy is not what the world says. The world says, get your revenge. Even be careful with the words like karma. Karma is not Christian. The biblical exchange of sowing and reaping now, if you sow bad seed, you're going to reap bad harvest. If you sow good seed, you're going to reap good harvest. But karma? Mm-mm-mm. Let's leave karma alone. That is not of God. That is New Age religion. And that is a whole nother episode. Some other scripture that tie in with forgiveness and staying on track with forgiveness here. Luke six twenty eight. Bless them that curse you and pray for them which despitefully use you. In Proverbs four twenty three. Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. That heart condition, that heart posture is very important. Yeah, that matters so much to God. So we're gonna close out this episode in prayer, and I pray that. You are praying with me. Dear Heavenly Father, even though it still hurts and we may not feel like forgiving, in obedience we will choose to forgive. Lord, we cannot do it in our own strength. Jesus, it's your mercy and grace, and that mercy and grace is more than enough. What you accomplished on the cross is bigger than any of the hurts or offenses that has caused us our pain. Lord, I kneel at the foot of the cross and I choose to release it to you. You are a God of justice. I choose to leave room for you in your wrath. 
In obedience, I choose to bless those who curse me, and I pray blessings on those who have despitefully used me. I choose to do good to my enemy when I'm able and when possible. I choose to overcome evil with good. I will guard my heart as you command. Clean my heart out, O Lord. Lord, thank you. It is by your stripes that I am set free. It is by your stripes that I am healed. I no longer have the weight of the offense. I leave it all at the foot of the cross. I leave it with you, Jesus, who the Son sets free is free indeed. Thank you for the gift of forgiveness. In the mighty and matchless name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for being on this journey with me. I pray that you return and listen to more episodes. Share with your friends and loved ones that you think would benefit from this episode. If you have any prayer requests, comments, or suggestions, please reach out to prudentpeers at gmail.com. You know how I do. I love y'all. I'm praying for y'all. Until we meet again, deuces.